Welcome back to Captain J Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome in to the Cabbage Hayward Morning Show. Man. Here on ESPN They may have crosstalk unhinged. We should have <laughs> at break unhinged. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. That would be awesome. By the way, one musical artist that you guys completely neglected, and it's shocking for a man of my lack of pop culture knowledge. Adele? How's Bad Bunny not getting any love? Oh, he was amazing, Bad Bunny. He took home a few awards. And, and performed? And performed. Yeah, he did. He took home some. His speech was in Spanish? Primarily in Spanish? Yeah, in which, Spanish. Which is, fan, which is <laughs> yeah. fantastic. It He's was great. awesome in the Corona ads. Yeah, yes, yes. Bad Bunny um, was uh, fantastic. And by the way, we got the record of the year. Did you hear about this? As we trans, as we go in the Bulls a little bit, but we've got the record of the year. Did you hear about it? And the Grammy goes to... Whopper, 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 <laughs> junior double, triple whopper with perfect toppers. I rule this day. <laughs> so, so the record, <laughs> the record of the year, big so record, good. big record, should so, be so good. So it's, it's the one. Yes, congratulations to the Whopper winning the record of the year because we hear that a million times, don't we? On ads, McDonald's has been ruling the jingle for eons. And it took 2023 to Whoppers like, hey, we'll put something in here, and it becomes that. Because McDonald's has always had the great jingles, Cap. And now here's Burger King for the first time, finally coming through with something that we can remember. There you have it. Love it. So there you have it. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number. Cap and I were talking about this earlier, and uh, if you missed it, we're talking about the Bulls uh, only in this regard. We can take a look at our Chicago sports landscape. Cubs, would you agree? Arrow pointing up? 100%. On the way, right? Yep. Sox have leveled out. We'll find out whether or not they can be better than 500 or less than. That sucks, too, because they're in the middle. The Hawks are rebuilding. The uh, Bears are rebuilding. Sky have to rebuild. Well, that was quick. Nice, <laughs> nice little run. <laughs> Empty Windrush back after this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, you get the GOAT, right? You get you have the one of the greatest players ever to play in, in, in women's basketball. And Candace Parker, gone. Two to years. I'm out. Go to Vegas. Vandersloot and her wife, gone. Gone. Okay. And so what happened to the championship run? Just like that. Right. Rebuilding. But the Bulls, though, is the rock in our shoe. It is so disappointing because we thought, and we were talking about this all the time, we talk about change. You got tired of guard packs. You saw the billboards on 290. People are like, get this, these guys out here, fire guard packs. Became a hashtag. Mm-hmm. We got what you wanted. Pax is in the background. Gar is gone. And now you have Karnaschovas and Eversley. And all I'm going to tell you, Cap, is that it is so unfortunate that the Bulls are still spinning their wheels just like they did in the previous regime. What bothers me most is that they are not accessible to the media and hence to the fans. Mm -hmm. Do you hear from those dudes at all? Do not. Never. Never, ever, ever did they have the stones to come down. How about after practice one day when there's Casey Johnson and there's 
Nick Friedel, and there's Joe Cowley. And how about saying, guys, uh, we're going to have our tourists down here, or Mark Eversley, they'll be available for your questions. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Zippo. We get Kevin O'Connell or this guy, National. Yeah, I'm hearing rumors this morning. The Bulls are looking at Willie Hernan Gomez. Excuse me? Why do I want him from New Orleans? Unless know. you're getting rid of Andre Drummond, you're bringing another moribund backup big guy in here. How about a, a point guard that can organize your offense and get people in the spots they need to be? How about you push your chips in and say, yeah, guys, give us till the trade deadline, and then I'll answer all your questions. Just want the fan base to know Mark and I are burning the midnight oil here trying to make deals to make us better. You don't get anything. Right. How about spending the luxury tax? Nope. But make sure you head down there to that bar over at the United Center where the beers are $19 a piece. Park your car. Jam that place. Oh, we got a sports book in there for you now. If you want, we get a piece of that, too. And make sure you come home tonight from work. Eat your dinner fast so you can watch us tip off tonight with a lousy San Antonio team. Place will be packed. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's disrespectful to the fan base. That's a fact. 25 and 27 doesn't get it done in ninth place in the East. And again, going into the season, we said Boston's going to be better. Milwaukee might win the East again. We might see that. 76ers, we see the Cavs getting better. Miami is, is middling, but they're okay. But even the Knicks are a better basketball team. Hawks are 500. But the Bulls, though, at 25 and 27, this is what they are. And, that, and make sure, before you give the Lonzo Ball excuse, the Bulls are not a Lonzo Ball away from being a top-five team in the East. They just aren't. Because they can't get out of their own way. From a basketball standpoint, it is you have a lot of pieces that don't fit. DeMar DeRozan, as Cap laid out earlier, is maybe on a really good team a third option offensively. Right? The second or third option offensive. Correct. But you like the smoothness of the game, though. He's not trying to force anything. You give him the ball, finally extend left or right, he's going to be able to make shots. He gets in the lane, makes shots. And I know that might be old school basketball for some because the game is now threes and layups, but at least he's making buckets, though. And this is why it's, it's, it doesn't fit. DeRozan goes at his own speed. And Levine's like... Hey, man, I'm, I'm standing here from three. What, for you to miss again? You stand out on the three-point line, and DeRozan's like, I'm going to take it into the basket for two. But then there's Vucevic. And sometimes he comes to play, and I think he's pretty solid, but is he a difference maker for you in clutch times? From three, inside, the key rebound. He's a good player, but is he a great player, difference-making player? I just think that you have a lot of players that are – Okay, Cap, but not over-the-top great to compete against the Celtics, the Bucks, teams of that ilk. Look, I'll give the front office all the credit in the world getting the DeRozan deal done. Once the Lakers didn't decide they wanted him, right? it made great sense. Business-wise, fiscally, they got it done. He has one year left on his deal, which means you either are trading him this summer or you're extending him. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Vucevic... They pushed their chips in the middle. Maybe it was a year too early. They gave up a lot. He's a really good basketball player. Really good. Yeah. He's a free agent this summer. So what are you doing here? And then what do you want? So let's stop there. What do you want to do with him? You like him. I like him. 
23 and 11. He walks in the gym with a double-double. Correct. Every night he gives you, and he passes the ball well. Are, is, is this where we're talking about this era is Carlos Boozer, in which you respect the 20, the, you know, 20 and 10 or the 15 and 10, but then what does that really do at the end of games? Is that who he is on this team, Vucevic? I think he has been underutilized early in this season. Mm-hmm. I think as they have gone on this year, they have tried. You can tell the coach is demanding. And I hear Kendall and Will say it every night on NBC Sports. Please play the offense through him. Doesn't mean he has to score all the points, but let him touch the ball and facilitate and kick it back out. Drive, driving lanes open up for DeMar and for Zach. You don't have a point guard on your team. And don't tell me Lonzo Ball because he's not playing. Io mm-hmm. is not a point guard. Goran Dragic is 35 years old. He, that's a, a, an extra guy on your bench. Yeah. So how about getting somebody that can organize your offense? How about novel concept, let's add some perimeter shooting, like a consistent shooter. You know who's going to be one of the most coveted free agents this offseason? Mm. He's from Chicago. He played at DePaul and at Lewis. His name's Max Struess. One of the first moves that Arturis and Mark Eversley made were to let him leave. He signed a free agent deal with the Heat. He was on the Bulls roster, tore his knee up with the Windy City Bulls. I called his games. There you go. I called his games at Windy City. And now this guy could shoot the heck out of the ball with Miami. Well, they've also got Tyler Hero. He could shoot it. Mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson. He could shoot it. We know what Jimmy Butler is as a player. They keep adding shooting. How about Milwaukee? Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen and Drew Holland. They keep adding shooting. Do we have any? Name me our shooting. Zach Levine. Zach is more of a ball-dominant superstar. I'm talking about guys that that's their primary role. Mm-hmm. Like back, I think Zach grades out higher than others do. Yeah. Zach is a solid basketball player. He is. At times, Cap. But his basketball IQ, because the ball's in his hands so much, Mm -hmm. drives me insane at times. It's not his fault if you don't really have a lead guard. That's my point. Go get a lead guard. Mm -hmm. And now I've got Zach, and I've got DeMar, and i got Vooch. And give me a backup to Vooch, whoever that is, Andre Drummond or whoever. And give me somebody with the ball in his hands. He could defend. He could blow up screens at the point of contact. That's what Lonzo Ball was supposed to do. He's not here. Now, Cap, we have to look at basketball, at least the NBA, with 2023 eyes. It's not like in the 80s where you just get like a, like a world be free or somebody just bringing the ball up or Avery Johnson initiating the offense, and you look at his box score, he's got two, you know, five points or six points, but he's got you know eight or nine assists. Right, he takes three shots. Because everybody is a, is a combo guard. Mm-hmm. But who has a penchant to be able to get the offense going? That's the thing that I'm talking about. Like, each one of these guys except for Vucevic, can bring the ball up and initiate offense. Levine has done it. Patrick Williams could do it. DeSumo could do it. But, and that's kind of where we are with modern basketball. However, it is true that Levine off the ball would be a lot more effective on a regular basis where you have a lead guard. Again, there's no Chris Paul on this roster. But I understand your point. Someone that can get the offense going. Yes. Someone's unselfish enough to say, Patrick Williams, I'm going to make you tonight because of the matchup. You know what, DeRozan, I'm going to make you. I'm going to give it to you down in the post, and you're going to eat. You're going to have 27 to 30 points just in the painted area. Like that game against Portland, 27.7 assists. People forget, Cap. People look at the points, and they say 27 points, right? But 
as a coach, when you see that seven assists, why, what does that mean? That means that you are also helping the offense that way, too. Correct. So it's more than the point. It's the assist, too, because the assist helps you be able to help others score, too. Correct. He is a team guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not telling you that Zach isn't. Zach should not be the guy with the ball in his hands the majority of the time as your guard. Yeah. Zach's a scorer. Zach is a wing guy. I, I just don't like that this front office is, A, inaccessible, and, B, we don't see anything that they're doing to try and make this team better. Nothing. we got worse weekends coming up at 935, but we'll take your phone calls, open phone lines for you. JC, let's open up the lines and hit that button, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Which direction will the Bulls go? You know, the trade deadline's right around the corner. If you're watching Bulls basketball or if you're going to the game tonight, because I know a number of you are going to see the Bulls and Spurs. So what should the Bulls do? Do you believe that this front office should make a move? We'll take your phone calls on that and also a mock trade that's out there as well that you got to hear. Captain Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Come on, Cap. Just one more run coaching. No Four, shot. Come on, man. Four years. Get your college in the tournament. So much fun. God. Just tell everybody, take that right into the tournament. Take that tournament out. Cap, just, I mean, it's right there for you. Everyone says it. Everyone I run into, Cap, is he going back to coaching? I said, I don't think so. Man, that'd be so awesome. No shot. <laughs> Come on, man. A four-year deal in the tournament quickly. Out. Oh, it'd be so easy, Cap. Back in this nonsense. No chance. Cap, the money's already there. You, have to worry. you, don't, have to, you don't have to hide it anymore. There's, I, no, there's no bag of cat. You don't worry about it. I will not make a decision based on money. Nope. Not your salary. The player's salary. The NIL money. I got to raise all that. No. Oh, that's easy. For you, they're all listening to our show every morning. They'll all be willing. Excuse me, Mr. Melman? (laughs) Mr. Flom? (laughs) Wait a minute. Rich Melman. Rich Melman. Oh, my God. I'll put Lettuce Entertain You right along the baseline Chicago cut on the other one. That's so funny. I think it'd be great. The money's already there, Cap. I keep telling you. Yeah. 90,000 a player. If they can do better, that's fine. If they can get like you know, hundred fifty thousand in a car, hey, God bless them. But ninety grand, uh, somewhere in that area, right? You could raise that ninety grand a player. That's for twelve players. Yeah, you can do the math on that. That's easy. I just, I, but only unfortunately for the college you go to, your floor is going to look like a NASCAR. It's going to be stuff all over the place. Logos everywhere. Yeah, it's a Chevy. And look, look, I'll coach in a jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like that. That's come. Chicago cut there, Hawthorne there, app there. Can't see the floor. There's going to be all these ads on it. That doesn't work. And then, of course, on the player's uniform, too. Dawkins to the foul line. My God, you can't see the numbers. So many ads. Free throw good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Hard pass. I think it would be great. I think that would be awesome. 
312-332-3776, our wow. phone number. See you on the sidelines. And you can use your suits again. You know, you know where those are. Oh, no, you know where they are. They're handy. For that next call, those suits will be back out again. Because you're dressing like the coaches now today. They don't wear suits anymore. I'm going to warm up. Yeah. that's You, you see the, your coaches now in college? All those great like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of suits. They're not, they're not even wearing them anymore. So I had money on Iona the other night. Mm-hmm. Rick Pitino is the head coach there. Dracula. And I would like to thank the Fat Jack. You hear him on Black and Abdallah. That's their guy. But the Fat Jack sends me his stuff. The Fat Jack was 4-0 Saturday, 1-0 yesterday. He gave out Iona the other night. I'm like, I don't feel well. I'm laying on the couch. <laughs> I'll bet $25 on Iona. Rick Patino still in his suits. Yeah, it's weird. He dresses like a banker. Well, you don't understand why. Because he's a vampire. He is. And they always wore suits. How old is he? Well, you see him? I mean, he's probably in his 60s. He looks 90. He's got to be older than his 60s. Rick Patino? And actually, because... I'm going to say 75, and I have no idea. Okay, so if you are a vampire, aren't you ageless? There is no age, right? He's 70. He's ageless. It's not really his age. I mean, it's, it's amazing to watch him barking at the official. I'm like, that guy's still got it, man. He'll bite you on your neck. He hasn't seen the sun since the 70s. He hasn't. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Rick Pitino lately? If he's in a white suit, you couldn't see him. Except the black hair. The, the suspic- suspiciously black hair. Yeah, that hair was unbelievably black. Suspiciously black hair. Three one two three three two. Unbelievably black. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's our phone number. But Iona did win by 30. Um... So which direction will the Bulls go as we go to Houston, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app? Here's Maurice on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Mo. Hello, how you doing? What's, what's up, Mo? What's up, Mo? Hey, what's going on? Um, so I'm an OG Bulls fan. I mean, Dave Corzine, Orlando Warriors Bulls fan. So I've been through it all. I'm sorry. Um, so my thing is, I think that we have to ex- express a little bit more patience. Um Every time we get impatient, we make these these uh, erratic moves, and it makes everything worse. Because um, everything was working till it didn't work. When we had Orlando Ball, uh, I mean, when we had um, uh, Ball bringing the ball up, and we had uh, Levine and DeRozan being able to attack, everything was fine. Everything was different. But as soon as he got hurt, everything changed. Now, especially, we should be able to acknowledge that, that we're missing maybe one piece. Because we were the best in the East when he was playing. But but even Billy said, Maurice, that and he told it to Hoodie and I when he was on the show with us, we were also the beneficiaries of some really great scheduling. They faced this team and their best player was out. And then they play, faced the next team and their two best players were out. He said, I knew a fall was coming whether we were healthy or not. I don't think a healthy Lonzo ball dropped on this team. You're the best team in the East. I don't believe that. It's an interesting thought when you're a head coach and you're going on that, what used to be called the circus trip. And as you mentioned, you're, hey, you got to win those games. And yeah, there was like no Kawhi one game, no Jokic one game. I think they beat the Lakers without LeBron, stuff like that. But you'll take it, though. You'll take those victories. Hey, they all count the same. He's got to be frustrated. He's got to be really frustrated, Billy, because he's stuck. He's stuck, and the Bulls are stuck, and it just stinks. So in a bad spot. So do you take it farther down? You don't own your first pick this year. Mm -hmm. It goes to Orlando in the Vucevic trade unless it's in the top four. 
So I guess as you're watching the lottery in May or June, you watch and go, oh, boy, guess what? The Bulls got lucky. They're in the top four. But Maurice says that we need to be more patient with the Bulls. And what he's pretty much saying is that when Lonzo Ball was there, things were, were better. That is true. But, again, from the reports that we're getting, we don't know when he's returning, if he returns at Billy all. Billy just said he's nowhere near close to being able to play NBA basketball. Nowhere near close. So, Maurice, I respect your patience. Mm-hmm. You fan how you want to fan, but really? Like, how long are we patient? Yes. yes. If they don't make a move by Thursday, that is a middle finger to the fan base, and I, nothing you could tell me will convince me otherwise. I hold out hope that Friday morning we're starting our show going, wow, Bulls actually pushed their chips in. They did something. Sidebar may approach. Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law, 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin. It's not my ball. <laughs> I just see Danny Lynch, one of our MCs out there, almost clipped in the groin by a pigeon. That was they're, funny. They're carrying water from Walgreens, and the pigeon came right to his groin and then and veered off. Yeah, it flew oh, away right here that, in Michigan. That's Avenue. amazing. It is. Cap, today is pay a compliment day. Pay a compliment day. I love being your partner. Uh, I think that you're a snazzy dresser. I think that you are the voice of UIC basketball <laughs> that that university has craved for so many decades. Oh, okay, that's exactly right. Yeah, of course. Cap, you um, are the voice of many people's childhood. You're the voice of Chicago sports. That means I'm old. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you're a seasoned veteran. You are a rising star, you young child. Uh, yeah, I saw that written someplace. Yeah. The rising star. That's it. 35 years in the business. I'm just a rising star. That's it. Um, Cap, you are very good to people one-on-one. Jonathan, mm-hmm. you are incredible to your community and the people you care about. Yes. How about that, Danny? I'm one of the good ones. Take that, Danny. How about- <laughs> How about that? JC, I need you to pay a compliment to someone here at the station. It's because it's pay a compliment day. Cap, I like your shoes. I was going to say that. Get out of there, Danny. That's the compliment. They say cap on the back of it, so I like your shoes, Cap. Do they say if I forget your name, I just look at your shoes. Okay. They do. I didn't see that. Your name's on the back of your shoes? That's interesting. There you go. In case you forget or... I'll pay a compliment. Jay Moore, I think you are incredible at your craft, and I'm glad you're our teammate. Jay Moore, today is pay a compliment day. Pay a compliment to someone that's one of your teammates. Thanks, Cap. Cap? (laughs) I love your cap. Ah, the Bears cap you're wearing. How about that? How about that? Thank you. Pretty good. Jay Moore, uh, Jay Moore, I think that you're doing a great job and on your way to the Hall of Fame. For broadcasting. How about that? How about that? I grew up listening to him as a small child, by the way. <laughs> Jay Moore. A small child. I listened to him on, the, on FM. How about that? How about that? Danny, would you like to pay a compliment to someone here at the station? Danny? Come on, don't do that. Come on, director of content. I never met a mic he didn't like. Slide over. Slide over. Make a, you, can't, no, you can't not be the director of content and not fill a content bucket. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. Oh, we will, oh, no. We'll wait. Good daddy. No. No, I'll wait. Cap, hoodie, Jay Moore. 
Jake, you are all excellent teammates. Jake stole mine. I was going to compliment Cap's shoes. That was low-hanging fruit. Good job. There you go. Very good. Danny, I'm jealous of your hair. (laughs) I used to have hair like that. Now I got none. Danny, thank you for being the cool dude that you are. There you go. How about that? Cool. Welcome in any era, in any any neighborhood, any party. You bring Danny Zetterman, it's going to be a fun time. Danny, you have found your niche. I've told him this. Danny is an amazing director of content. Can I have a raise? You, you can't get a raise. No, you cannot. He, he heard that. No raise. No raise. All right, Danny's going to put money in your pocket in a moment. Then we'll get to worst weekends. Uh, all right, there's a lot of selections and a lot of choices for worst weekends. We'll get to that coming up next. And take care of your phone calls as well. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. The Brooklyn Nets are training Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie. Dorian Finney-Smith, a first-rounder and multiple second-round draft picks. DePaul, they lose to Seton Hall by a score of 69-64. Northwestern, they defeated Wisconsin 54-52, and the Bulls will take on the Spurs. That'll be tonight at the United Center at 7 o'clock. Jay Moore. Swept by the Pirates. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. Falling in an outhouse? Or maybe a dose of instant karma? The evidence would lead me to believe that he did not break the plane before getting rid of the ball. And who knows what's going on inside that helmet? It's time to find out who had the worst weekend on Cap'n J Hood. You think you had a bad weekend? Well, we've got a list of worst weekend candidates for you here on the Cap'n J Hood Morning Show. We turn it over to Jake Cantu with our list of worst weekends. All right, Jake. All right, a bit of fun weekend for these worst weekend people that I'm about to list. And we're going to start with LeBron James. Because hmm. uh, uh, when the Kyrie news broke out, LeBron expressed his interest in a reunion with Irving in Los Angeles. The Lakers offered their first, uh, excuse me, their two first round picks in 2027 and 2029, and it was declined by the Nets. And after hearing Kyrie was headed to the Mavs, LeBron tweeted out, maybe it's me. So no reunion for LeBron and Kyrie this year. Okay, I mean, he wants to be the general manager so bad. He does. Just doesn't want Rob Palenka to generally manage the the team. I know that's what he wanted. But did Kyrie want a a reunion with LeBron? That's the question. From what I hear from people who are closer to that situation, Mm -hmm. they've told me he despised playing with LeBron. LeBron and had zero, less than zero interest in going to the Lakers if LeBron was part of it. I just don't understand. I guess it's not for me to understand Kyrie Irving. I just don't understand it. He's an odd, odd man. I told you I did an event with him at Gene and Giorgetti's, and he was just an odd, like weird dude to deal with. Mm-hmm. Just off. Just, just hopscotching around the country trying to latch on and try to win another championship. It's another Robin situation with Luca. Like, you had a chance to be Batman next to Durant with a talented team in Brooklyn, and you just didn't stay. You went to Boston, could not stay. You won a championship with Cleveland because of LeBron. Just everywhere he's gone, he's just lit a fire behind him. And everyone said, don't want that guy back. Thank goodness. And talented player, but just all the drama around it, you just don't want it. Correct. So, But LeBron thought that uh, he was going to get someone. Listen, LeBron, uh, you're not going to win another championship either. 
I'm no dream killer, Cap, but that's the end for LeBron. He's not winning another championship. He's just not. I would not think he is. Again, I don't know what they have up their sleeve this summer. But I don't see how they're going to turn that thing into a championship-level team. I don't see it. You think that we are just kind of in the mud. The Lakers are, too. Well, they've got a lot more chips in the middle. I get it. But, but we're, Anthony, with the Davis being in and out of the lineup, you got LeBron there. Yeah, he, he's going to surpass Kareem, but that's, that's pretty much it. That team isn't talented enough. Before LeBron got there, what was it? They were not a good basketball team. What if they offered you Anthony Davis for Zach Levine? No shot. No shot. Here's one thing about Levine. He'll play. <laughs> I can depend on him playing. Now, he, and here's a guy that in a time where everyone sits out, Levine keeps playing. He does. Right? He has not missed a game in a long time. Can't have street clothes on my team. Sorry. <laughs> that name still makes me laugh. And when Cap writes his book about the top 100 players in high school basketball in the city... Anthony Davis won't make it. Based on high school. That's what you told me. And I thought his coach did a really good job with him at perspectives. Mm -hmm. But he was nothing in high school here. No. Like, but again, you can be a great high school player. John Shire is one of the five best high school players in Illinois history. Mm -hmm. Won a state title, had ridiculous numbers. Never made it in the NBA. So there's more to it. Anthony Davis has made it at the highest level. JC, so we got LeBron. Who else is on the worst weekends? Let's go to a sports book from Costa Rica, Five Dimes Sportsbook, to shut down before the Super Bowl. So they got caught in a little bit of an investigation with Homeland Security uh, where they were caught um, during their hype, you know, one of the biggest offshore sports books that are out there and one of the original. Uh, they were um, had criminals who were professionals was to la- launder proceeds for drug cartels, illegal mining operations, and were considered frost, uh, fraudsters. So they were caught with uh, some illegal networking, and now their sportsbook is going to shut down before the Super Bowl, five dimes. So you had an opportunity to really make some money there, but again, you said the fraudsters. <laughs> You don't see that written very often. Five dimes. Yeah. I, I've never been a customer of five dimes that mm-hmm. I'm aware of, but th- that was one of the more highly regarded offshore books, right? Mm-hmm. I think Bovada is probably the biggest I've heard of. Now, listen, this is not for every sports book, but just when you hear a story like that, you can't be surprised, right? Correct. <laughs> Some, some unsavory things happening there around that sports book? Hmm? Not a shock. Not a surprise, right? No. JC, when you read that, was that a surprise to you that right here on the precipice of the Super Bowl, it shut down for uh, unsavory acts? Not at all. Not at all. All right. What else is on this list here? We got, uh, we're going to mention it again because Miles Garrett uh, was believed to have dislocated his toe at the Pro Bowl games. He was seen limping off the field. And like a, the point of this year's Pro Bowl was to minimize injuries or any injury at all. And uh, we still had someone get hurt. Is it worse to get hurt at a Pro Bowl game than anything else? Like, would you rather, like, fall or trip down the stairs uh, at home than get hurt at a Pro Bowl game? Well, I remember they used to do a beach football game. You remember this? I do. And Robert Edwards from the University of Georgia was, I don't know, fourth pick in the draft, running back. And he blew out his knee so severely, he basically never played again. Yes. So, that whole exercise of going through all this stuff... <laughs> For what reason? So you saw like any of the um, Pro Bowl or All Star stuff, right? 
You just like, not a fan. Like playing a baseball star, you're just playing your game, but trying not to get hurt in a Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. awful. Oh, did you have it? By the way, the over for the NHL All Star skills. Did you have the over? When is that? You know it was this weekend. I did not watch it. Not, but hidden away, though, tucked away. Uh, I think the I think it was the over. It was a ten to six. I think it might have been the final. I did not. I think, I'm not sure. Was not aware. <laughs> All right, give us the next one. A naked man ran through Des Moines Hotel, swinging toilet plunger and pulling fire alarms. What city is this? Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. Heard an S there. Almost a fine. <laughs> yeah. Almost a fine. There's my accent coming out. Dallas. Uh, Go ahead. Trevin Wayne Hill was arrested. Uh, this was last weekend, but charged this week with assault while displaying a dangerous weapon, a.k.a. the toilet plunger. And he was yelling up and down the hotel lobby saying, I'm going to get you. Okay, so you're threatening someone with a, you say, a toilet plunger? Yes, sir. Cap. It's a toilet plunger. You can't hurt anyone with that. You can with the other end. <laughs> <laughs> the stick, right? Exactly. <laughs> So you're not beating someone with the, the rubber part of your part no. expression. You're not beating one. So, so what was the charge? The official charge for this? So he's charged with uh, assault and I believe some, let's see, first degree criminal mischief and disorderly conduct as well. Okay. That works in, that works in Des Moines. Yeah. Des Moines is not a great town. Who you tell her? It's okay. I've been there. <laughs> Love the Drake Diner. They've got some good sports radio, but beyond that, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So put that on the poll at ESPN 1000. Who had the worst weekend? That sounds, it sounds bad when you're getting beat down with a plunger. Because after you get hit with a stick, now what's the next thing? You've got to put that stinky end right in the face of that guy and plunge his face. Because you don't know where that plunger's been, so that's disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, quick sidebar may approach. Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law. Three one two six million for the great Howard Ankin. Saw my ball. If you were a fugitive, remember the da 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 da. If you were the fugitive, oh, my brother and I and our parents, we would watch that show as little kids. It was the greatest. <laughs> fugitive, the voiceover done by the great William Conrad. Right, Doctor Richard Kimball, innocent man wrongly convicted. He was. Uh, my name is uh, Bill J- Bill Joel. You mean like Billy Joel? Yeah. Bill, Bill Joel. I, I'm just a man that uh, makes shoes. I'm, what can I do for you? Well, first of all, look at me in the eye, Kimball. Correct. I'm just a guy here that's just trying to make ends meet. Uh, Richard Kimball? <laughs> <laughs> Never look you in the eye. You notice that, right? right. Always to the side, Kimball. Mafia fugitive is found working as a pizza chef. In France, after he bragged about his cooking skills in a local paper. Wow. Eduardo Greco, who's 63, was working as a pizza chef in France. He fled Italy after being accused of killing two brothers in a fishmonger's. You know fishmonger's? You know what that is? I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think at a fishing thing? Uh, maybe they were fishing? I would guess if the word fish is in there. Yeah. Inside Mafia Boss Secret Sicilian Hideout, uh, this is what happened. The 63-year-old, he's been a fugitive for 17 years. And he bragged about his cooking skills in the local paper. And I guess the FBI, the Interpol, says, oh, now we know where this guy is. They monitor cooking columns, apparently. <laughs> I want you to think about this. If you're hiding, would you be, I guess you could be a chef. Here's the, I got a picture of him right here for you to see, Cap. He, just, he was just hiding in plain sight. 17 years. He looks like a mafia hitman. 
with the shades on <laughs> and the unkempt is unshaven. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so he he's, he killed two people, beat two people to death, according to this piece in the Daily Mail, mm-hmm. and then he's just a fugitive. Yeah, is he? An, 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 and he's a someone who's cooking pizza in France, and they found him because he was had to be in the newspaper. Hey, I know people haven't found me. I'm way in France; they can't find me. But I've got the best pizza. Oh God! That's <laughs> like hands behind your back. <laughs> exactly right, man. You were in hiding in the back in the kitchen. No one found you, right? No one saw you. You just yeah, next order. There you e- go. Ego. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ego got him. I'm just telling you, I've got the best pizza. Uh oh, they saw me in the paper. Oh God! <laughs> you can't run anymore, there, Kimble. He's out. See the ego. Just remember, this is a story about ego, Cap. Just because you make the best pizza, you've been on the run 16, 17 years. If the local paper comes, please, no pictures. Correct. No pictures. I'm not interested. My pizza's not that good. But, but as you saw the picture here, he's, like, he's got the David Kaplan. He's got the hands, the arms folded. Right. And he's, and he's proud of his pizza. Hello. The dark sunglasses on. <laughs> Dumb criminal. No one could have found you if you just wasn't in the paper. See that? See that? Awful. So just watch your ego, especially if you're a fugitive. If you're a fugitive. All right, we got the Cap and J Hood classic cut of the day. That's next. Cap and J Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and J Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So you have something to fix the Bulls? You know, you're working on that. So I sent you guys the Big Cat trade that he put out, which I thought was more than fair. Yes. But apparently it's being rejected. Big Cat. So the Bulls would get, uh, let's see, the Chicago Bulls would get Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Luka Doncic, and they would be giving up Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, DeMar DeRozan, and Lonzo Ball. Ridiculous. <laughs> that is how he's got them fixed. That's ridiculous. Somehow, some way, that didn't work. So uh-huh. I went on the trade machine today. Oh, God. Chicago Bulls acquire Kevin Durant. Okay? Yep. Awesome. We give up Lonzo Ball, Yep. Kobe White, Andre Drummond, Dalen Terry. they got to give a little future. And Tony Bradley. That trade works. That trade's successful. No one's making that deal. <laughs> Why not? I'm giving them a good young prospect to Dale and Terry. Come I'm on. giving them beef inside and All Andre right. Drummond. I'm right. giving them a hell of a guard and Kobe White. Okay, I'm going to need you to leave. A hell of a player in Lonzo Ball. Can't get on the court. And Tony Bradley. Size. You look good in the airport. Jay Moore. Cap, how many minutes you going to play Durant? 46. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. Why don't you just call line one with that trade so I can hang up on you? What's wrong with you? Well, they, people in our front office aren't doing anything. <laughs> just a bunch of bench players for Kevin Durant. I'll throw in a couple second round picks. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Yeah, thanks for fixing the Bulls, Cap. There you go. Yeah, good, good job. It is now time for the Cap and J Hood Cut of the Day, brought to you by Chicago Cut 
Steakhouse. Try the lobster escargot. It's their most popular appetizer, and it's simply incredible. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh. Whatever. It's you... not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right. Cut. Lizzo, one of the many winners at the Grammys last night. As you're listening to Captain Jay Hood. I know there's a lot of people in their rocking chairs in Omaha were like, wait a minute, Queen Latifah's a rapper? <laughs> LL Cool J's a rapper? My, 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 wait a minute, Ice-T. I watch him on, uh, on Law and Order. What, what's going on? He's rappy. He's a rappy guy. And so that is the Captain Jay Hood cut of the day. Uh, again, we see like Queen Latifah on CBS. She's got a cop show. And uh, Ice-T is on Law & Order for like 20 years, and LL Cool J's got a show. It's got to be a surprise to those people watching the Grammys. Like, wait, they can rap? They put rhymes together? I don't, I don't like this. Right. I only knew them as actors. <laughs> I think so. Hey, man, we've got to get into this week uh, some prop bets, especially the exotic prop bets. Yes. We've got to uh, feed a few. I see a few in front of me, like um, the, the first team to convert a first down. Uh, Chiefs minus 110 and Eagles uh, minus 110. That's the first team to score, to get a first down. Well, depends on who gets the coin flip, right? Mm-hmm. So, But we got to get into the exotic bets, the ones that we can really make some money in. We can put a nice parlay together, you know, like what color Kool-Aid's uh, or Gatorade's coming out first. We also have to give our pick on the game. Of course. So we got to get to that, too. Uh, net, total net offensive yards in the game. Over 739.5 or under 739.5? Total net offensive yards. I'm going to say above. Over. So over 739. It's a high scoring game. I you do? do. Mm hmm. Mm. I do. So we got to get into some of those. I see those in front of me. Which team will enter the, the uh, red zone first? Eagles minus 112, Chiefs minus 108. Who's going to get in the red zone first? And we got to get into some more Bears talk this week. There's a really good article Kevin Fishbane wrote on The Athletic of what people are saying down at the Senior Bowl about our Bears. Well, send it over. I didn't know that was out there. Yeah, there's a thing called The Athletic. You can help me. You can send it over. I'll send it, it over in the paper? And they asked of several scouts, who's better prospect? Jalen Carter, the three technique from Georgia? Yeah. Or Will Anderson, the rush edge from Alabama? Wow. we got to get to that tomorrow. And we yes. thank you for listening and twitching and being part of the program here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Thank you, JC. Thank you, Jay Moore. For Cap, I'm Jay Hood. Let's do this tomorrow around 7. I look forward to it. I will be here. Take that. So long, everybody. Have a good day. From Chicago.